0: Pastor Varun and Pastor Don Lahaprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church, Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's dynamic teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ.
1: My husband and wife, and you want to see unity and love between you and your husband, could you please stand up? Right now I have faith. I want to pray by faith. Right now I have faith I want to exercise my faith right now hallelujah thank you lord jesus hallelujah thank you lord jesus hallelujah hallelujah you have some word for this family can you say it bye hallelujah (laughs) have the word for them i know god speak to you hallelujah (laughs) hallelujah Thank you, Jesus. I will restore your family. If you have faith in me, you follow me. And I will restore you and your family and your household and your children will come to know me. Amen. And I'm the living God, the living Father, who loves you, who loves every family, who wants to let and see you wholeheartedly serve God together. Amen. And I will restore you. And I will restore you. And I will restore you. Yes, Lord. Have faith in me. Yes, and I will restore every single one. Have faith in me. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I speak blessing. I speak victory. I speak love. I speak that the unbelieving husband and loved one shall be saved. In Jesus' mighty name, health, good health, prosperity. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah! The Lord loves you, the Lord loves you, and we love you too. The Lord told me that build my church by love not by programs the Lord told me that build my church with my power not by human agenda hallelujah praise the name of the Lord hallelujah thank you Lord Jesus hallelujah Father in heaven speak to us Lord by your your word may the sword of the spirit penetrate into our marrow Our bone Our being Father we know that Your word is like the bread of life Lord we cannot live by Physical bread alone But by every word that comes from the mouth of the living God Father speak to your people this morning Under the unction of the Holy Ghost Father may the Holy Spirit rest on everyone Speak to everyone Lord That the word of God shall be imprinted into their spirit today And they shall be changed. Their minds shall be renewed in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Last Sunday we learned that God created the family for a purpose. And that is to replicate God, is to bring God everywhere, multiply and fill the earth. And we also learned that God created the family with his power. He used his power to bring Eve. To Adam you remember the story last Sunday now I want to read this scripture Genesis chapter 2 verse 23 and Adam said this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man you can see here from last Sunday God created Eve out of the rib or the side of Adam And then God created Eve, become a grown-up woman. And you notice that Adam was not not trying to look for a date. He did not try to date a gorilla, a giraffe, a zebra. He just waited on the Lord. And when he woke up, while he was busy, while he was being busy, doing the work of God, focusing on the work of God, he woke, woke up and say, Oh, man. In other words, God brought this woman to him. I want to encourage all the men in this church who are single. Don't try to spend a lot of time looking for woman, But spend a lot of time seeking God. And one day when you wake up, you will say, Oh, man. <laughs> She's so beautiful. She's so lovely. She's so godly. God just bring that woman to you. Amen. So, don't chasing around. Don't be a don't one. Try to uh, date with that woman and this woman and just and then like, uh, you know, if you keep dating many women and just throw her away. It's like going into a, a supermarket and pick up an apple and you buy a little bit and then squeeze, squeeze and put it back and put another one up and be eat a little bit and put it back and keep doing that to all the ladies. Don't do that in this shirt. If you do that in, in this shirt to any woman, you're going to have to face me. And do you know that I'm third degree Taekwondo black belt? I know how to do side kick and front kick and jump kick and surround kick, everything. I'm third, third degree black belt. Don't touch the daughter in this church without the right attitude, without a pure heart. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm not talking, I'm not know what I'm talking about here right now. I just go. Okay. The word man in Hebrew is Ish. And then Adam called the woman ish So he gave his name to the woman ish And that's why when thou marry me, she took my beautiful last name her original last name is ruchira pimon very beautiful too very long but then she took my last name Prasik. why because in the genesis in the book of genesis the woman when she married the man she took his name icha from each to Isha. so you can see here that there is some kind of joining together between the husband and the wife Amen. So nothing wrong about taking your husband's last name. Amen. So dad is happy to take lau haprasit now. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. And the Bible say that this is now born. This is now. In the Hebrew language. The word this is now is a very emotional word. Very emotional word. And it's very difficult to describe in English you remember the story last Sunday? That he, Adam named all the animals. He named the animal. He said, oh, that giraffe, that gorilla, that ape, uh, not ape, monkey, that is uh, zebra, that is uh, cat, and that is dog. So he kept naming. And after a while, he became lonely. He said, wow, the giraffe have a female giraffe. The gorilla have a female gorilla. And the zebra have a female zebra. How about me? Why am I alone? Oh, I'm lonely. He start to feel lonely. He feel, wait, well, I cannot marry a gorilla. I cannot go out and have dinner with gorilla. It's going to be a chaos. So he kind of start to get lonely. And then God knows, it's not, God say it's not good for the man to be alone. Thank God that God created woman. I thank God that God did not create Adam and Steve, or Adam and <laughs> another man. He created Adam and Eve. So when God brought Eve to him, that that is this is now is like this. If you say in year, year two thousand four in American way, Adam say, "Wow, yes." yes, this is what I'm looking for, yes. He was so excited. He was so excited to see Eve because this is what he was looking for. Amen. So, I don't know about you, but the first day I saw that, yesterday I sang a song in a birthday party. How many people was in the birthday party yesterday? I remember that feeling that Adam had. I understand when Adam said, this is now, Yes. Wow! Yeah. You know, I understand because I remember when I first met Da, I met Da the first time. I went I saw Da walk by. Ooh. Wow. Oh Ooh. I need to buy ice cream for her. I need to send a box of ice cream to her. I need to let her know that somebody is looking at her. Amen. Hallelujah. So that's how a man feels. Amen. So that's, but you need to make sure that you look only at your wife, okay? Don't do this to every woman. Don't walk in Bellevue Mall and see all the women and wow woo, wow like this. Don't do that Steve, okay? Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. You can do that only to the woman that God gave you as your wife. Amen. Don't wow woo wow woo like this to every woman. Don't do that, please. Amen. I can only look at that only. Amen. Don't look at other women. Only one wife. Amen. So God brought Eve to Adam. Now, you need to understand this. Why God created Adam and Eve? If Adam wanted to find the part that he lost, he had to go to Eve. Is that right? To find the part that he lost. But at the same time, if Eve want to know where she come from, she need to go to Adam. But when... Adam goes to Eve. She did, he does not only find the part that he has lost, but he also finds the part that he did not have before. Amen. At the same time, when Eve comes to Adam, she did not only find that, oh, this is from his rib. Oh, have you ever heard people ask this question? If God took out the rib of Adam, why man doesn't have 11 ribs today? Have you ever heard that people ask this question? Oh, thank God. Okay, don't ask that. Okay. (laughs) When Eve went to Adam, she she find the part that she come from and at the same time, she will find the part that she did not have. What I try to say is this. You need to appreciate your spouse because in her or in him, you will find completeness. Amen. Amen? He will complete you and she will complete you. God created a husband and wife to come and complete one another, not to fight with one another. You should appreciate your spouse more and more each day because without her or without him, you will not be complete. But thank God that when you, God gives you a spouse, you become comp- more complete because you find a part that you don't have. Amen? So let's say at the same time, I appreciate, I appreciate. My, spouse. my spouse. Amen. We need to appreciate our spouse. We should not think that she or he is a leftover part. We appreciate. Amen. I always appreciate my wife. Because without her, I could not make it. Amen. And even for, for many years, I still remember that song that I sing to her. Because I appreciate her so much. I, I love her. I feel that I cannot live without her. Amen? We always have a conversation with, between one another. You know, not, how many people want to know what conversation? Yeah. Raise your hand up. Yeah. We always have this conversation. Who's going to die first? <laughs> and then, I will say, oh, you know, if, in case you go first, I just remember you. I will never Go into marriage again. I just live, I just take care of my kids and I just love you. You are the only one in my life. You know, that is kind of attitude. That I, I have only one love for my wife. I don't want to have many loves. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Because you know why I appreciate my wife? I love her. You need to love your wife. The, the Bible commands the, the husband, love your wife just as Christ loved the church. Amen, children. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, the family must be operated by God's precept. God gave us four precepts that we hear all the time in the wedding vows. In Genesis chapter 2, verses 24 to 25, The Bible said, Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joy to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And they were both naked, and the man and his wife were not ashamed. First thing that you need to do in order to build a strong family. If you want to build a lasting, strong family, but you give glory to God, you need to follow the first command of God. That means there must be a cutting the umbilical cord must be cut off some people even though they are 30 years old after they get married they still act like a kid they still have the umbilical cord to their mom whenever they quarrel with their their husband or their wife they will call their mom mom help me mom I need money mom i need this mom i need that no 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 if you want to have a strong family you must be you must have a cutting you another word the relationship with your parents must be secondary the primary relationship is between you and your spouse amen that is secondary now. I don't mean that you should not honor your parents. You should still honor your parents. You still love them. You still support them. You still pray for them and love them and honor them. Because when you honor them, everything will go well with you. That is the command, the promise. Everything will go well with you if you, you honor your parents. And not only that, you shall live a long life. How many people want to live a long life? Honor your parents. Amen. Go and respect your parents. But once you move out and get married, the primary commitment is with your spouse. That is your primary commitment. Amen. You need to have a cut physically, emotionally, financially. When I say financially, I mean that you are not still baby looking for money from your mom and dad all the time. You need to go out and work. And you need to feed your family. You need to build your own family. Don't depend on their bank account. Amen. Your people can have can, can, bring, can mix up two family together and it can become a mess. People can mix up the family, the old family between you and your dad and your mom and you, your new family. There are two ways to mix it up. I want to explain to you. And both ways are a mess. Don't do it. One way that people mix up is this way. That after you get married, you move out to an apartment or to a condo or buy a house. You, still, you are there between two of you. But every time you have problem, you drive the car out and stay with your mom for a couple of days. You go back and you depend on your mom to talk to your husband, to be a, to be a judge. Don't bring them into the scene. Deal between you and me and God, you, I mean you and your spouse and God. Don't bring your parents to get involved into the scene all the time because then you become baby forever you never grow up learn how to grow up learn how to read the Bible learn how to worship God learn how to commit to God and listen to the Word of God amen because otherwise you will never grow up you always run back to the whole family that is because emotional attachment you still attach to your parents to so the point that you never grow up. You still like a son running around at fifty years old, and your mom, eighty years old, still give you all, all the money and all the advice. Don't do that. Be go go up. Another way that happen in Asia all the time is that people after they get married, they stay in the same home with their parents. That is in trouble. You know why? Because you'll never become a husband. You'll never become a wife. You'll never become a dad. Your, your, ba- your dad and your mom become a, a husband and a wife and you become two kids running around and qu- fighting each other in the same home you never grow up that's why after that, I, after we got married we became Christian right away in that year the same year we got married we gave our life to Jesus we decided to leave our home I, I and dad decided to leave my parents house we decided to have our own home I remember dad and I was sleeping on the floor I, I have this biblical policy if I don't have money to buy a couch I sit on the floor I'm not gonna loan money to buy anything I'm not gonna borrow I'm sorry borrow money I'm not gonna go back to my dad and ask for money to buy a couch I we, we sleep on the floor with the blanket for several years for two years we didn't have money to buy bed I tell you so I we, we don't want to depend on our parents amen why? Why the Bible say a man should leave his father and mother. Why a man, not a woman? I want to tell you why. Because your wife, I'm talking to the man right now, because your wife, the, the, one of the most important things for every single woman on earth. Every, every generation, every culture, whether you are Hong Kong, you are American, you are uh, Korean or Japanese or whatever. One of the most important things in the heart of the woman is this. Security. How many people say amen? Women want to have security. That's why women like to buy house. Looking for houses. Because I want to have something secure. I can live in that house. Is that right? So there's nothing wrong. Don't take don't me wrong. It's good. They try it to make sure that we have security in the house. But once you get married, your wife need to know that, you know, your dad is very good to you. But you haven't seen anything yet. i going to take care of you. I will, I will have food on the table. I will take care of you. I will be the head of the household. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to do everything to make sure that you will not be hungry. You will have clothes to wear. You will have A place to sleep you will have and transportation I will take care of you that's why the Bible command the man to leave the father and mother to show that I am gonna take care of my family therefore men in this church if you are not ready don't even look at the woman if you are not ready don't even think about having a girlfriend amen if you're not ready when I say ready mean if you cannot work yet you cannot even earn the income you can, are not mature yet don't try to drag another woman into your life and suffer with you you cannot even feed yourself how can you feed her? you need to take care of those you know how to be responsible for your job first Amen? amen. the men are quiet Ooh. I didn't hear Amen from men here I heard only from women what's going on here? Amen Amen um, Okay, so we need to give security to our um, spouse. Leave, there must be, let's say at the same time, cutting. cutting. How many people in this room still have um, umbilical cord slick to your mom? <laughs> no, if you're not married, it's okay. But if you're married, you need to cut it off. you mar- you single, I understand. You still depend on the, them off and on. Amen. Number two, there must be a clinking. Let's say that at the same time cleaving clinking sticking like a glue in order to build a good family the husband and wife must be stick stuck together like a glue how many people understand when the glue put on two paper what happened when you try to tear it you cannot tear easily stick like a glue amen irrevocable attachment unbreakable bond so don't have even one minute of this idea oh we're going to stay in marriage until our differences split us uh, split us up don't have any this idea oh we're going to divorce if our interests are different from now on don't think about the word divorce after you get married amen Therefore, before you walk into pom pom, 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 you ask yourself, are you willing to live with this lady or this man for the rest of your life? If you're not sure, don't come to the pastor and say, could you marry me? Because I will not marry you. Because if I marry somebody or Pastor Cesar marry somebody, we expect you to stick together until death separates you. Amen. We don't believe in divorce, but we know that we are living in a very difficult world. Therefore, people who have been divorced who come to this church, I never blame anyone. I know, but there is no perfection. But we we want to make sure that we teach our brother and sister that divorce is not God's will. We need to work it out in the marriage. Don't divorce, stick together. What does it mean? This is a command to the man. Do you notice? That read, let me read the Bible one more time. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joy to his wife. Is this a command to the man or command to the woman? To the man. Why? Because God knows man's nature. The man's nature. I'm talking about male. Man's nature is like this. Oh, they like to... After their work, they like to go and hang around with friends and drink something and enjoy and come home late and leave their wife at home by herself. Like to just enjoy. But what does it mean? It means cling. Mean your wife needs to be secure that your presence is there. You are not going to leave her. You are going to be there for her. Amen. You will not forsake her. You will not run away from her. You will not desert her. No matter how tough the situation is. No matter what the the chaos happened in your life. No matter what conflicts you have. You're going to stick. You're going to stick. You're not going to give up the marriage. You're going to stick with your wife to the end. And women need to know that. That you're not going to pack the luggage and leave. You know, many times when I heard about a man leave his wife, it's very difficult for me to hear. Because it's against the biblical uh, mentality in me. We need to have that kind of mentality that, God, I'm going to stick with my wife. But I know some of you think this way. I know. I know. You think this way. Some men in this room. Oh, God. I not know that she was like that. Before I married her. Definitely, of course. She will not let you know that she was like that before <laughs> she got you. She will put all the perfume, all the nice hair style, everything. She will act like a sleeping beauty princess before you get married. And some men say, oh, I don't know that she looked like that. I don't know that when her false eyelash come out, she will look like that. I don't know that when she wake up in the morning without hairstyle, she look like that. Of course, she will not let you know that she look like that before you got married. You will find out on the first day of honeymoon. Amen. So you get what you got. You cannot change your mind. You can buy a cloth and go back to Nordstrom or Bon Marche. And you can say, I don't like this cloth. I want to change. But when you marry a woman into your home, please, that's what you get. You cannot change. You cannot make an exchange. You cannot bring the bill back to that dad, to her dad. Don't give up your marriage. Amen. Stick together. And how to stick together? When you stick together, you need to do something, you need to the man, you no, know, it's a responsibility of a man to say, a man must be joy to his wife, must be cleave, cleave to his wife, cleave to his wife. The man needs to do it, not the job of the wife. What does he do? He needs to overload the circuit. Everyone wonder what I'm talking about. He needs to overload the circuit. What happens when you overload the circuit? Spark comes. Is that right? When you overload the electricity or the circuit, the spark, spark comes. So the same thing. Christian men in this church, it's your responsibility to overload the circuit. How do you overload the circuit? You, when she wake up in the morning, you say, Oh honey, you are beautiful. I love you. It's so nice to be able to stay in the same home with you.
0: And then around
1: 2 p.m., you call her, cell phone, and say, honey, I cannot get your mind, uh, my mind out of you. I just think about you all day. And then when you come home, you say, honey, I cannot wait to go through this door to see you. I may not say like this, exactly like this to my wife. I say it like this. I say it like this. Da, wow, because I'm, a, you know, I love anointing. So I always say, da, wow. I feel the anointing. He's so anointed. I feel the healing. I feel the anointing come out of you. I'm serious. When I get close to da, I sense the anointing of healing. Sometimes, even sometimes, I grab her hand in the house. I want to laugh already. The, the soothing, anointing, the healing, the, the love of God just come out from her. You know that every husband and wife who are spirit-filled and in revival, you have the anointing. And you can minister to one another. Husband can minister to the wife and grab her hand and love her and overload the circuit. And then the wife can do the same thing. You have the anointing in you. Don't waste the anointing away. You can have the anointing to grab your husband's hand and pray. and whoo. I want to foster the power right now. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Use your anointing in your home. Amen. I know that that's how Barry feel with Yao since she, they became a Christian. Really, I'm serious. Every time I get close to Da, whew, I feel something out of her. You know? And I always say to her that uh, yesterday, we had a conversation before we came to the birthday party. She said, oh, you know, should I share this? I'm not sure. Yes. She said that, oh, you know, I hope you, you love me the same. You know, I, you know, I turn this age now. You know, I, I don't know. I don't look like a 20-year-old woman anymore when we met each other. I say, you know, da." It's a blessing already to live with you all these years. And I'm still how a blessing. You look the same to me like twenty years ago. I still love you the same. You're still beautiful in my eyes. I still like your nose. It's a beautiful nose. I still like your I still like your eyebrow. You know, I have if you notice I have very thin eyebrow. You don't see my eyebrow. I have very thin eyebrow. But I like opposite. She has very thick eyebrow. You know what I mean? I, I, I we. You know, husband, <laughs> overload the circuit. Say something nice to your wife every day. Yeah. Say something, you are beautiful. You, yeah. you good, You know, don't just keep your mouth shut. Overload the circuit. Joy together. Cling together. Build it up. Build the relationship up. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. And all the men say, yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. So, John, we start to do that from now on. More and more. look for the good things in your wife amen Amen. no one is perfect but look for the good things amen and all the ladies say thank you pastor (laughs) hallelujah number one there must be a cutting number two there must be a clinking number four number three there must be unity and oneness of purpose can you just bear with me for a few more minutes okay about 30 40 minutes okay there shall be one flesh there shall be one flesh there must be unity and oneness you notice one thing before that the Bible say a man a man 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 shall leave a man must leave a man must toy to his wife mean cling to his wife and then they now day what does it mean here? Okay, it means that if your husband made mistake in the, fi- in the past five years, he was not sensitive to you, he did not talk nice to you, after today's sermon, he repented. And he began to be nice to you. Try to, okay, in the past you feel, honey, you love your dad more than me. You love your friend more than me. You love your job more than me. Now the husband in this church repent. Now I love you more than anything else. I love you more definitely I love God more than anything else but you are the second now your, your, your husband repented in this meeting right now now he want to chip up he want to be a, a husband who leave and cut off from the old family and cling to you and be united with you now it's your responsibility wife to say i going to respond to you they now not he there you is a two way road the husband and wife when the husband try to do good the wife must respond amen don't act cool like in the past oh I'm not gonna talk to you you sleep on the couch no 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 he can sleep in the room now amen he can come in don't act cool like that respond don't resist his effort try to be clinking with you Respond Yes, honey. I love you too. I appreciate your presence. Amen. Don't reject his love. But you say like this. But pastor, I and he are so different. Thank God that you and he are different. Because you are doing the same. I don't want to marry another doctor mom. (laughs) If I have another doctor mom in the house, a pastor Lau in the house, I will be bored. Look the same. I I and my wife look the same. And we have the same gift, the same personality. I will be bored. I want something different from me. So thank God that your wife is different from you. Thank God that your husband is different from you. Amen. Amen. Why is different? Because every time you marry somebody, once you marry somebody, not every time, just one time. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry I need to change my English word here because people can listen to the internet and say that he tried to teach some wrong doctrine you want, you once you marry your wife one time you know <laughs> not every time once okay you also marry her history into your life her history amen so when Dara married me she married my history and this is my history is this when I was young, my dad liked to walk around the house, turn off all the light. Turn off all the light. He said that, I, I like to, when I was young, I was not a Christian, so I don't like dark. I'm afraid of ghosts and demons. So I like to I have the light on in my bedroom. So my dad would walk in, turn it off. Turn off everywhere. and say, why dad? He said, save money. <laughs> I didn't understand at that time because I, I was not the one who go out to make money. Now I understand. Every single cent. Is your sweat so you don't want to waste money away by those light so what happened now she married me in ha 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 every single room when everyone one walk out from the dining room bam when people walk out the room bam and she come back boom i come in bam boom, bam boom bam bam. like a sleeping beauty that the two the, the, the the angel red white yellow red white yellow you know like this up and down and, and I know lately that, oh, it's, I think it's the issue with man and women, actually. I find out that two, hus- two husbands yesterday talked to me, "Hey, we are the same. I like to turn off the light, and my wife always turn on, turn on the light all the time. Now, now I think it's not just history, it's the nature of man and woman, different nature. I don't know. Is it true? But I like to turn off the light, because I want to save money. Amen. Hallelujah. So, you marry in the history. I marry in her history too. Oh, her history is good. Okay, that's it. Okay, then <laughs> you say, <laughs> and you say, we are not compatible. We are so different, we are not compatible. No, 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 no. You don't say that way. Because the differences either make a conflict and incompatibility, or if you can make it a blessing. Right. Because you know, sometimes you marry somebody who likes to be loud and somebody who likes to be very quiet. I'm a loud person. Every time I listen to a song in the car, hi. <laughs> this morning I like to listen to a song. God is so good, da, 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 da. oh! And I said, could you get it low? I said, I want loud. And sometimes one like hot, another one like cold. In the car, I and Da, we have a battle all the time because I always turn on, turn the heat up to 90 because I like to be. I I came from jungle, you know. I like hot. I came from Thailand. I like hot weather. So I turn on, turn up the heat and she turn it down. And we, so when she drive, she turn it up. So then she begin to talk to somebody. I sneak. <laughs> oh, why out again? Turn down. So the knob the, 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 <laughs> the in my car go up and down all the time. Amen. Hallelujah. One, like to, one is a late night person. Another one is an early morning person. Oh. Wow, your wife like to go to bed at 9 p.m. You come home. You still awake. By 1 a.m. Your wife already. (coughs) Honey, talk to me. (coughs) Honey, talk to me. Oh, you need to learn to adjust. Amen. So I want to let you know this. You will not know about her or about him when you were courting or dating. But after the first year of marriage, you began to find a lot of differences. For example, your wife will take a shower every time she lay down on the bed. But you come home, take off your jacket, just go to bed without taking a shower. You will find out that wow, I don't know he was like that. Okay. And you you think that you're going to know what to work with your wife and your spouse or your your husband by just going to a steakhouse, eat under the candlelight, and you move the chair, put the chair in, and you sit down and say, Oh, you know, you're so beautiful. And she (laughs) giggling. You think that all these things are going to make you know each other? No! After one year of marriage, those giggling is gone. <laughs> and now you find out the truth. Nothing but the truth. <laughs> what do you say again? You you the, 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 when the lawyer asks you a question. Huh? The whole truth and nothing but the truth. The whole truth and <laughs> nothing but the truth. You know all the truth. But I want to tell you, there must be some adjustment. I tell you that after 24 years of marriage, I have learned some new things what I should do in my house. I have learned some new things that I should say in my house because I need to adjust to be able to be united and serve God together with my wife. And I want to say this, the process of being one together between you and your spouse is a lifetime process. And if you are a Christian man, a Christian woman, you are a man of the Spirit, not of the flesh. You are not a carnal person. You really obey the Holy Spirit. You walk by the Spirit of God. You obey the Word of God. You love the Word. You fear God. You don't want to make God unhappy with you. You fear the Lord. I tell you, you're going to keep changing and changing and you're both going to go this, eventually become one. Years after years, you're going to keep being... More and more oneness together because you will keep changing. Amen. I want to encourage you to become one is a lifetime process. It doesn't happen the first year of marriage. So, first year of marriage, sometimes it's a big struggle because you begin to find out the big differences between you and your spouse and you begin to get frustrated. Don't get frustrated, learn to adjust. Amen. If you know that your wife wants you to take a shower before jumping into the bed, take a shower first change yes. Amen. Amen Hallelujah <laughs> Hallelujah Amen It's a two way thing Oh You, you may say to, to God like this Lord have mercy on me My wife is like that I want to tell you your wife pray the same prayer <laughs> God have mercy on me My husband is like that You need to adjust Amen Okay, last one. Verse 25. The Bible says, And they were both naked, the man and his wife were not ashamed. Before Adam and Eve fell into sin, their communication with God and their communication with one another are so transparent, so open. No lies, no deception. They talk to one another. They were so in together without touching one another. But once sin come in. Do you know what happened? The wall began to rise up. Right. They began to look at one another' weakness. So they had to put something over them to hide. They hide themselves from God and they hide themselves from one another. So if you become spiritual, you become a mature person. You are not hiding something from your spouse anymore. You become transparent. You talk it out. You communicate. You just... Let the issue resolve in the house. You don't fight all the time. You just communicate. It means communication. It means intimacy. The successful family must have intimacy in the spirit. Intimacy in the soul. And intimacy in communication. You need to have intimacy. And I want to let you know that all the young people, single people, intimacy come last. The, the cutting the cleaving, the conforming and the oneness come before intimacy don't follow the Hollywood movie the Hollywood movie intimacy come first I, I saw one movie a man met a girl in the airport five minutes later they were on the bed and when I look look at that movie it says, uh, yucky this is yucky how come you go live with somebody you don't even know their life intimacy come the last amen and all the single say amen. Amen. amen you need to get to know her first you need to build relationship in the godly way intimacy should be holy amen on that day on the day of marriage hallelujah you become open so intimacy is not only about physical intimacy a lot uh, I know that in the worldly way when you get married you think about physical intimacy but intimacy is not about only physical but it's also the heart, the spirit. You can communicate. You can have a very open communication. I want to tell you this before I end this uh, sermon. I want to let you know that a lot of couple have problem in their sexual relationship. They get frustrated, in their sexual relationship. And I want to let you know that the problem in sexual relationship is not about the sex itself. It's about relationship problem. I, I say like this and you understand what I'm talking about. For a man, if he gets upset with his wife at 10 p.m. at night, by 10.30 p.m. it's okay. You can have your wife and you can be romantic. But for a woman, when she is upset with you at 10 p.m. a week ago, and you don't resolve it, you don't regret Re- reconcile and correct the problem you will not get anything right. even 10 p.m. one year from now right. so the sex issue sexual uh, problem is not about sex itself it's about relationship broken ladies need the good feeling the man is different the man hey we quarrel 10 o'clock after that 10.30 fine but for woman you need to resolve that feeling you need to reconcile, you need to come back and say, I'm sorry honey, I offend you could you please forgive me, reconcile you need to resolve the broken relationship right away how many people agree with me but this is the nature of man and woman so different, and you need to understand your wife, amen don't think that your wife is mean your wife is not mean you need to check up first you need to have a right relationship with her amen, hallelujah you don't mind I share this openly This is a real life. Amen? Praise God. How many people want to build your home? How many people want your home to be the place of success and peace and joy and prosperity? What do you need to do? This is the key. Psalm 127 verse 1. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. If you want to build a house, you need to give your life to Jesus. You need to, let, you need to humble yourself. You need to say, God, help me. God, I die to myself. I depend on you, Lord. I need you to help me, Lord. Please change me first. Don't pray like this. Please change my wife first. You change first. Change me first. Deal with me, Lord. Any sin in my life that I need to change, deal with me first. Correct me. I want to change. Help me. Empower me. Grace me fill me with your word fill me with your spirit Lord I want to be a godly man I want to be a godly husband and the same thing with wife you say God help me humble the Bible says like this God opposes the proud and give grace to the humble when you humble yourself and say God help me to build my house I never forgot in 1995 1996 I never forgot that I went to the outer call in one meeting. And I knelt down before God because my family was in the verge of divorce. Dad and I did not have good relationship even though we were pastors. We were building the church. We have already at that time about 70 members. But we didn't get along at all. We have trouble. I ran to the outer call and said, God, if the Lord doesn't build a house, I will build it in vain. Please help me. I repented. God and God began to deal with me, step by step, what I was not sensitive to her, what I make mistake against her, what I offended her. So I changed first, I repent first, I asked for apology, I asked for forgiveness, I began to change first, and then the family returned. My dear brother, sister, God must be the center of your house. Amen. You need to give your life to God, you need to let God help you without God, I tell you, it's very hard to make it. Because two persons come from different families, come from different backgrounds, try to live together in the same house. It's very difficult. The only one that can help you is the Lord. Amen? The, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who builds it. Amen? Hallelujah. Why don't we stand up and pray together? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'd like to ask first, those who don't, who don't have God in your life. If you don't have God in your life, and you say, God, today I listen to the sermon. I need God to be the center of my life, to build my home, to build everything. I need God. If you say that way, I'd like to ask you to pray this prayer with me. And after you pray at the end of the service, I'd like to invite you to come to me. Personally, I want to shake hands with you and say, I today I pray to accept Jesus Christ into my life. I just want to congratulate you. At the end, I can stand here and shake hand to those who say, I accept Jesus today. I just want to pray for you. So, this is the first prayer. The first prayer is to pray that Jesus Christ will come into your life. If you never pray this prayer and you say, God, come into my life, I want you to help me. You just pray this prayer with me. Close your eyes. I will lead you one sentence at a time. Father in heaven, I am a sinner. I need your forgiveness, Lord. I know that Jesus Christ And I believe that he came down to die on the cross for me. He is the son of the living God. He died on the cross to pay for my sin. Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are Lord and you were raised from the dead and you are my savior I received you Lord I invite you Lord to come into my life as my Lord as my master my manager and my savior come into my life right now I received you Lord with faith in Jesus mighty name my name is recorded in the book of life oh father in heaven help me lord to build my home to build my house come into my house lord I want the lord in my house help me lord change me remove the stony heart from me and give me, a new spirit, give me a new spirit. A new heart. A new heart. Lord, help Lord help me. You say in the Bible Lord, Lord. Those who call on the name of the Lord. The of the Lord shall, be shall be saved. I call on the name of the Lord Jesus. The the Lord Jesus. Right, now, right now. I believe. I believe you, will help me. you will help me. I depend on your help. I humble myself before you, and I believe the help of God come from on high in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let's sing this song: "Change my heart, O Lord." Hallelujah! My heart, O God. Make it ever true Change my heart Change my heart, oh, oh God
0: May I be May I, I be like change you Change my heart, oh Lord
1: Change my heart, oh God Oh, change me first, Lord if it ever true. Change my heart Change my heart around. Yeah. May I be right
0: like right. you You are the part You are the part of me I am the, flame. the flame me This is what I
1: pray. Brother and sister, in our church here, we are a big family. You have your natural family, and this is the spiritual family. I'd like to invite you, if you are not a member of the church, I want to invite you to join our membership. It's not about paperwork, but it's about the heart. And if you join, I want to invite you to serve God with us. We have so many things in the church that you can get involved and do. You can use your gift. Our church is very open for anyone to serve God. We are not in control. We do not try to push people down. We want people to serve the living God. Please join in. Please serve. Any ministry you can. You can serve in the care group. You can serve in the, in the nursery. You can serve in the worship team. Whatever. Just come and serve God. Help. Carry the chair. Pick up something. Come and serve the Lord together. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Get involved. And serve in your house too. Serve your dad, your mom. Serve your husband. Serve your wife. Go home and serve your wife. Do something. Help her. Put the gas in the tank for her. Help her. Do something for her. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. While we are preparing for the food and for fellowship, I'd like to pray for a few people that God put in my heart. And if you just accept the Christ today, I'd like to meet with you. I want to shake hands with you so that I know that you just accepted Christ. Just come in from front here. I'd like to pray for Brandy and pray for Jocelyn. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'd like to pray for Hong Kong. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I'd like to pray for Miss Susu. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord.
0: We trust this message has ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching series, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two, or visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.org. You may also write to us at the following address, New Hope International Church, 9170 Southeast 64th Street, Mercer Island, Washington, 98040. Thank you very much.